This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, my friend. What's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm here answering your jazz questions five days a week to help you shorten the learning curve, have more fun than ever playing jazz, and feel more confident improvising. All right. So today we have a question from one of our Inner Circle members, Kevin, and he asked this question. Seems like experienced players don't practice as much as we do. How long slash what has to happen until you don't have to practice every day? Does there ever come a time where you can play and not have to practice as much? Okay. This is a really good question from Kevin, right? Because a lot of us, you know, feel this, of course, desire to improve and become great at playing jazz. Like we hear the jazz greats, we hear jazz pros and they play so well. We also hear stories about how, you know, Charlie Parker used to practice for 13 hours a day or John Coltrane's amazing work ethic. And sometimes we feel like maybe that's what's needed in order to play at such a high level. And it also feels at the same time, like Kevin alluded to that some of these pro musicians, right, they can play great but they don't always have to practice and they don't have to practice perhaps as often. So it begs the question, right? Um, what do we need to do to get great at jazz? How much do we need to practice? And and when is that point in time where we, we can pr- start practicing less? Okay. So there's a little bit to unpack here. So first of all, it's important to note that if we're starting at the very beginning of our jazz journeys, right? Perhaps you know how to play your instrument already but you don't know how to improvise, you don't know many jazz standards, you don't know many songs. Naturally, if you want to progress faster, spending more time with your instrument can be a good idea, right? Because there's so many new concepts coming about. There's so much new stuff. There's so much acclimation to the new musical environment you're in that being surrounded by that musical environment is going to be helpful. And we can always you know, use the old cliche of likening learning music as a language because essentially it is a language, right? And for anyone who's ever attempted like me or actually has learned a different language other than your native language, you kind of know this is a little bit true, right? If you, you know, study books and you read and you listen to audio of this different language and all that stuff, it's helpful and you will make gains, but it's not really until you use it every day on a daily basis. Someone's talking to you, you're hearing different ways of saying things, you're in different environments where you're having to communicate that you actually start feeling comfortable and more confident to speak that language, right? And so it does come down to 
the more shots you take, the more likely you're going to have success, right? That's really true at the beginning, I think. And so I'm not here to advocate for for someone to practice for eight hours a day or even four hours a day. I'm just simply saying that the more often you practice and the more you practice, yeah, at the beginning, it's going to help you. However, I think what is really more important than all of that is is the consistency factor, right? It's the consistency factor of of actually going and practicing and being around jazz a lot, right? Not so much how long you do it because there's a huge myth that we have to practice for hours and hours to see improvements. And I do think that is not true, especially it can be unhealthy for those of us who just simply don't have a lot of time to practice. And I would include myself in that, right? You have a family, you you, you probably have a day job, you know, jazz and, and music, there's only a certain amount of time for this. And so it is an unhealthy, unrealistic expectation to think that, well, I have to practice for four to five to eight hours a day. I mean, that's never going to happen, right? Maybe if you can squeeze in an hour, you're lucky. And I truly do believe that even with just one hour, even half an hour of practice a day, or maybe just three hours total of practice a week, maybe two hours total of practice a week, you can accomplish major things if it's the right kind of practicing and you're doing the right things effectively and using actual strategy in your practice, right? What do I say at the end of this podcast every single day? I say that a lot of practice isn't near as good as just a little bit of really good practice. And so that's what we want to get really good at is practicing, and that's what the best jazz and the musicians in the world have mastered. It's not just playing their instrument or improvising. It's the art of practicing. It's the machine that has helped them get the level that they're at, right? So pro-level jazz musicians don't have to practice as much for really two reasons. Number one, yes, they've put in a lot of back effort and they've lifted up their skills so that they're more comfortable in more different kinds of musical environments, right? They know more jazz standards. They have improvised over jazz standards a lot. They've composed their own tunes. Perhaps reading is something that they're doing and they're good at reading. If someone puts a chart for playing their original compositions, I mean, fill in the blank with musical skills. They've just done more of it. And so therefore they're more comfortable doing it. Just like someone who's spent a year living abroad in another country only speaking that language, well, by the end of that year, you're going to be actually pretty proficient at speaking that language. So that's number one. So yes, to a certain degree, there's going to be a little bit of a time factor. But the second thing is they've gotten really good at practicing. I mean, they don't need to practice as much because they're more efficient about practicing. They don't need to practice eight hours a day when they can accomplish the same thing in one hour, right? That's the key here is they got good at practicing and they they did the work. They put in the time to get better. But it's also important to note that some of the best jazz musicians in the world, if that's, uh, you know, it's probably not your aspiration, but at least you're trying to like get closer there, they still love to practice. Like they actually love practicing. And so they they will practice a lot if they have the time to practice. So I think even if you're a beginner musician right now, you don't have to practice every day at all. And will there come a time where you can play and not have to practice as much? Absolutely. I mean, for me today, you know, I've, I've logged a lot of hours practicing. I've logged a lot of gigs, a lot of jam sessions. And 
I can step away from my instrument for a couple of weeks and and trust deeply that I have not lost any actual musical skill. The only thing I've really lost is technical ability, right? Um, when you don't exercise a lot and then you jump out and go for a run or you lift some weights, it is, it's more difficult, right? It's harder. You're out of breath faster. And that's just the same thing too. It's like more technical ability lost than it is musical ability. So kind of trust that as well. The most important thing when it comes to the amount of practice that you're doing and improving is always make sure that it's sustainable, right? The number one killer of musical progress and becoming great jazz player is loss of motivation. And we lose motivation by burning out, setting unrealistic expectations because it starts becoming not that much fun to practice anymore. You start getting frustrated that you're failing and not practicing as much. And then you start blaming that as the reason why you're still not happy with your solos. And we need to view this whole musical thing, this whole practice thing as a journey, right? And how do we make it fun every single time we sit down to play our instrument? It's not about how fast can we get better, right? It's about how can we improve a little bit and have fun on the journey of getting better as a musician? That's really what it's all about. So if you truly want to improve faster, if you want to get to the point where you're practicing less, think more about how you can be more efficient, how you can trick your brain, hack your brain, if you will, by having more fun practicing and setting yourself up to win every single time. If you have 30 minutes to practice, that's not a problem. It means 30 minutes can be spent well to improve in that given period of time today and hopefully with a bigger goal in mind as well. All right, my friends. So that's all for today. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And remember that a lot of practice time isn't near as good as just a little bit of really good practice. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We have another great question coming up tomorrow. Don't want you to miss it. Until then, happy practicing and cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.